So happy new year, instigating women. Happy new year. <laughs> year <laughs> I know 2023 feels like it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. Great year. In comparison to the last couple we've had, it's going to be an amazing year. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just be able to get outside and not worry so much about masking and just too much thought going into every move. Feels pretty nice. I just read this quote that cracked me up so much about 2023, and it said, um, no one announced 2023 as your year. Just tiptoe in, <laughs> don't move anything, don't make a lot of noise. Let's just be cool. Yeah. No TikToks about it. Let's just sneak on in and maybe it won't be here. <laughs> Perfect. I like that. Tiptoe in. Tiptoe in. So where do we want to start? Last time we really focused on our tiny little habits and what we might try. I know I've tried some things and tweaked some things, but who, anyone else want to go first? I nominate Kate. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the nomination. It's an honor <laughs> just to be nominated. Um, privilege. So, it's privilege just to be, <laughs> just to be nominated. Um, so the first couple of days, cause I, you know, I rolled my husband in this. I was like, okay, we're supposed to do this. And the first couple of days I was like, I haven't been doing it. Like what's wrong. And my husband's like, oh, well, we don't cuddle on Saturdays and Sundays because he leaves and goes, there's no coffee delivery list. <laughs> he leaves and he goes and he like, we'll start the bread or he'll, you know, whatever, start, you know, he'll work at 4.30 in the morning because he's had a brilliant idea or whatever. Um, so realizing that like prompt that that isn't Monday, that isn't Monday through Friday. Um, so then um, when we did start our cuddling in the morning on Monday, um, I think I forgot it the first day and then I remembered it the second day. Um, and then, um, and I might've dropped off like somewhere in there. And, but what I realized was it wasn't the, it wasn't actually the prompt that I needed. It was the, it was a prompt, like a remembering of like, oh, I, I, I said I would do this. Um, and so even though I might have missed it in the cuddle time in the morning, um, there was a trigger of like me going through the day, just having made that commitment of me going through um, the day and being like, oh, well, I can do a walking meditation or I can do a you know, breath before I open the door type of meditation or in just being more mindful and present. So that's what I have felt and heard over the last, I think it's been three weeks since we last talked. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I will say that I'm more consistent than I was okay. um, at least five minutes a day, um, sometimes 20 and, but it's never, it, it might be a breath in the morning when we cuddle, but it's more likely on the cushion over there or walking. Mm -hmm. Do you notice a difference um, in terms of your connection with your husband from just that amount of 
increase in cuddling? So it didn't actually increase the cuddling because the cuddling oh. are already there. Oh. Um, but... I misunderstood your your goal. I thought you were I thought you were also forgetting to cuddle. Oh no. He would I just didn't realize that we didn't cuddle on Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> Bless your stinking hearts. You guys are too cute. <laughs> on uh, New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, I did get coffee in bed though because I told him about your coffee in bed and he's like, I got you coffee. <laughs> this is good. We're really, we're like impacting each other's marriages just through this podcast. Because <laughs> now I'm going to be like, Kate cuddles every morning before they <laughs> I don't know that you want that though because he's off making your coffee every day. I want the cuddle after the coffee. Oh, you want him to get back in bed? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. The husbands are going to love us. <laughs> What's not to love? That's true. Exactly. They're lucky. <laughs> and so are we, which is why we get coffee in bed <laughs> once a year on New Year's Eve. Or Liz every day. Yes. Trade offs, Liz. That's true. So I had a, a a prompt, which was when I got a text to at least think about whether I could take a walk. And even if that were a walk around the room or a walk around the house or a walk outside. And I did that for a few days and then realized I was kind of feeling like I was a gerbil on a wheel, which is not a feeling that I want to have. Um, and so I shifted finally to as soon as I get a text, I just kind of take stock of, am I really doing the best thing for myself from a health perspective in that moment? Mm -hmm. And what I realized was a lot of my texts come in in the late afternoon and early evening. And I do a lot of snacking in the late afternoon and evening. So <laughs> it just helped me realize that I know I probably wasn't doing the best thing for my health during those hours. And so it, I, I'm starting to shift snacks from what I was, the cheeses and things to more nuts to now more broccoli. Mm. Um, I do, I, you know, if it's the right time, go take a, a small walk, but it's more, I have a whole list of options to contemplate rather than just being that trigger to tell me to go take a walk. So it feels better. And, and it, it caused me to learn a little bit more about my routine and, um, I feel better. I yeah. love that. I really love that. The, like the text, which is kind of a, we hear a lot about the negativity of our phones and being addicted and whatever, but you're, you're making it a tool to be mindful about your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in all different ways. And then I get to play with what do I really want to focus on in that moment? If I have time and if I don't, I don't. Mm -hmm. But it was funny because originally after a few days after the fun wore off, I started to raise a text. I was like, damn it. Who who gives them the right to get me going? I, so you're like, wait a minute. I self-imposed this. Yeah, one. what the hell am I doing? So I just had to shift gears a little bit. You bring up though the um that delicate dance mm -hmm. where we have to have some kind of process in place to make time to do the self-care steps, but then we don't want it to turn into yet another thing that feels like, you know, it's good, it's a stick to beat right. us with, right? And um 
That is a funny segue because I found myself, I completely forgot about doing the, you know, the breathing when I first open my eyes before I look at my news. Um, but I, you know, I have my very elaborate, somewhat influenced by Kate weekly and daily dashboards. Um, and just for those people that don't know, Kate has like 20 different um, organizational systems and she doesn't see any issue with that. So I decided to adopt her mindset and I just, I have like 10 different lists and there's paper, electronic, you name it, like husband, you know, he's one too. I'll be like, I need you to set an alarm to remind me to blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so what I did was I would make a list of all the self-care things that I wanted to do, like do my bread, which, you know, is my science project that I do every week, um, lift weights. Um, uh, what was the other one? Listen to music. Um, but what I found was I was getting really distracted by the chaos of life or just whatever doom scrolling. And so I found myself last week in the span of 50 minutes, I tried to do all the self-care things at the same time. <laughs> like, like cramming for a final? <laughs> I had an eight pound weight in this hand and I was stirring my dough with this hand. And I was listening to, oh, it was new music. That was the key, was to try to expose myself to new music. And so I was listening to the top albums from 2022. And I suddenly realized that I was totally stressed. <laughs> stressed myself out, trying to check all my self-care boxes. I actually threw out my back one time, blow drying my hair. And doing squats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're stressing me, me out. Both of you just thinking about all that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that, I mean, that's just, that's a real thing. I mean, I have a client right now that updated his goal plan and it has eight different categories in it. And he shared it with me on this on the Zoom screen. And I one of them was fall in love with vegetables. Learn to consistently make six um, leafy green vegetable recipes. And his current state, like, is he doesn't eat a single vegetable, but he wants to have fallen in love with vegetables and know how to make five solid recipes by four weeks oh. and I I was like okay you know how could you make a little bit of room for yourself to fall somewhere between considering Cheetos a vegetable and <laughs> making borscht you know like so but it's interesting that I do the same thing we're all human we're all trying to navigate that balance mm -hmm. between doing nothing to care for ourselves and turning self-care into another have to mm -hmm. yeah and i think we need to remember 
a goal in this is to enjoy it while you're doing whatever it is and making it small and tiny enough so you can enjoy it and then celebrate that you did it. If we forget the celebration, um, because it's those endorphins that come when we celebrate something that we're really trying to, to uh, become more aware of than anything else. You know, Liz, as you were, you were talking, I was reflecting on my previous habits, um, which these get formed really easily, by the way, but I have the capacity to take anything fun, anything, making bread, making cakes, like anything and make it a complete and utter obligation on like a week weekly basis. Um, I got to the point where I was like, well, I have to make the bread from scratch. I have to make the yogurt from scratch. I have to make all this stuff from scratch. Um, this was pre-pandemic. <laughs> I was taking the fun out of everything. Um, and just that, that idea of what is, what are we doing for the fun of it, mm-hmm. not for the two loaves to feed our, our families weekly or the, um, well, I have to, otherwise we're going to starve or I have to, otherwise people are going to be disappointed. Like I started taking Liz, you are not frozen, but I feel like Gwen is frozen. I'm, am I? Oh, you were, but maybe you're not now. Um, <laughs> it was, it was frozen in a really pretty expression. Though. Oh, okay. Um, so um, but that, that idea of like, you can be a part of a club and not lead it. You can bake bread and I'm not picking on your bread, Liz, this was my issue. Like you can bake bread once in a while and not every week you can, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, just what are we doing for the fun of it? Yeah, no, it's so true. And I keep having to remind myself cause I'm going to do bread this afternoon. It's not about the bread. Because last week's was a bit gummy. I ate it anyway, but it was a little gummy. And I thought, oh, I could Google what to do if my bread's gummy. And I just had to keep coming back to it's not about the bread. It's not about bread. It's about me using my brain to just measure things and follow instructions and make something. That's it. Yeah. So it's a good reminder. Creating is your form of creativity. Mm-hmm. and fun mm-hmm. yeah well and it, the genesis of it was that uh you know i'm paranoid about dementia and alzheimer's given my family history and every single article i read about it says create neur- new neural pathways and keep the neural pathways from dying by constantly Morning. you know challenging your your brain to learn new things so um, that's where it came from, but it is fun as long as I don't focus on the outcome Yeah. Mm-hmm. and try to lift weights at the same time. <laughs> and, and another easy. thing. <laughs> ah, so much. Why do we have this tendency to do it all so that nothing is fun? I don't know. It's a real fun sapper though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are we getting out of making, I'll use I terms. What am I getting out of making things not fun? Do I get to feel Or do we just think as adults, we don't need fun or don't deserve fun or have grown out of fun? Yeah. Or it's selfish to have fun. 
mm-hmm. indulgent to have fun wasting time be for that's the worst can't Ooh. do that Ooh, i have to be efficient 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 <laughs> yeah why am i forgetting or did you tell us we needed to find a word for 2023 or an intention or something? I was just wondering, do we want to think of individual words or intentions or whatever's for this year? Maybe I not. I'm kind of struggling, but go ahead. I'll tell you mine because I was trying to make sure I came um, today doing whatever you'd asked me to do. Um, because bless you for thinking of, you know, okay, here's some things that we might want to talk about together. Um, And so I just got this book. Um, It's called Lost and Found by Catherine Schultz. And I got it because I listened to her on NPR. So she's a reporter and she um, just uh, finished this memoir um, on uh, reflecting on grief, gratitude, and happiness. And I am definitely in a place of struggling with um, grieving somebody that is still here, right? Still physically present, but not herself. Um, And trying to navigate through that while still living and figuring out how to live whilst doing this really hard thing with this person that isn't herself. And so she, Catherine, on the radio talked about the word and, and she said it's her favorite word. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's her favorite word is because it allows you to connect to disparate realities and to disparate experiences. And it was this massive aha moment for me as I was driving And I just started crying and I was like, that's, that is my intention. That is my work on this planet this year is to figure out how to both contend with really hard, gut-wrenching shit that comes with being alive (laughs) and being in relationship with other humans, but also find joy, make space for joy um and ease so that's mine and that's big can you do and without overwhelming yourself (laughs) we'll see won't we (laughs) we will because we'll check in on you my dear there was a probable there i don't know if you saw it gwen (laughs) it went f you Yeah, it's, um, God, it's hard. And that actually, uh, a thing for us, I think for the future to, um, explore together is the last two podcast episodes from Brene Brown, um, on the living big, she talks about it with her sister and it is exactly about this, like what we've been touching on. And so we should all listen to it and then have a future episode talking about it. Sounds good. Can I go? I yeah. also. <laughs> um, so in the spirit of, of not rhyming and not declaring, you know, 23, 23 is, is my year or whatever, but the, 
the the thing that keeps coming back to me is 2023 is for me. And by that, um, I've been working with my chiropractor um, around what does my heart want to do? Like, what is the to-do list that my heart wants versus my head? Because my head's all, you know, as I make this transition from corporate world into doubling down on my own business and my head's like make a business plan da, 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 and market da, 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 you know get the, 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 the you know get all the things right the list is really long but really concentrating on what my my heart is telling me to do and not freak out so much about all of the things and then there's a spirit of trust in that whatever i put out there in the world um you know, will come back to me from an energy perspective. And so um, hopefully not in a bad way. Um, but this idea of um, really trusting my heart and the me that is my heart versus the the warrior head. Mm. So 23 is for the for the me part, that that heart person versus the head person. Nice. I love that. Yeah. I really love that because I think that that kind of connects to Gwen's 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 question to me how are you going to avoid turning that into a a stick or a should and that question you just posed is this something that is coming from my heart or my head right now could be a good tool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and I think there's space for your grief and there's space for your joy. And so, you know, there, there's this tendency to be like, oh, I'm I'm grieving, but she's still here. So so I so don't. Um, but I'm allowed to feel sad because she's not the mom that you used to have. Um and all there's there's all this stuff to do. And so, but there's there's space for that. There's there's space for the joy, there's space for the grieving, there's there's space for sadness. And by feeling both the troughs and actually feeling them, you get to feel the highs. But if you're doling the sadness by not allowing yourself to feel them or feel it, or, you know, all the different things, food, doom scrolling, you know, the all the different things that we we distract ourselves with, to not feel the sadness then we don't get to feel the highs the the real joys mm-hmm. so there is there space for both and and there is but there can't be so much control yeah. what about you Gwen well I I'm almost the exact opposite of Kate. I've been doing all this stuff um, at home and building my business and going through coaching programs for two and a half years now. And I'm kind of like ready to lean back into corporate. Um, so I've been pl- I've been trying to figure out, and I don't have any real cool ways to say, you know, kind of ready to take off, kind of ready to accelerate, kind of. Re- but you know, I don't know if it's any of that. Um, you're, you're both making me think of the roomy poem about the guest house mm-hmm. and kind of welcoming everything because I have to guard against thinking it's this or that. 
And even if I do get back into corporate, I don't plan to stop coaching or plan to stop learning or going to coursework to improve myself. I hope to do some corporate, but do it more part-time or do it more interim to be able to continue the coaching and other that I love. And also to take all that learning I've had and be a better corporate something. So it's not like it's black or white. So it's partially and Liz, and it's it, it's partially um, heart, Kate. Um, and I think it's just getting better at welcoming all of it, but it's also an exciting new time. It's, it's, it's something new again. Um, it just doesn't feel new again, right here in the winter, it's dark and cold and bleak and <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I don't know what my word is or an analogy thoughts. The word fluid. fluid. When you were talking, the word fluid kept coming into my head. To me, it's um, so Glennon Doyle, and I think Renee Brown also say this, they say, and both. And both. Um, and so maybe your word is, is and both in the sense of that you, you are welcoming all of these different aspects um, and that you're in this space where you have the capacity because um, on Monday, my first Tuesday, Tuesday, my first real like day not going into the office when normal people would go in, when my ex-coworkers would go into the office, I was like, oh, I didn't have the Sunday night, and this would be Monday nights because of the holiday, but Monday night, like night, um, what's it called? Like the, the gloom. <laughs> yeah, the gloom or the, like that, that anticipation, or oftentimes I would have dreams that were not good dreams on, uh, anxiety, I guess, Monday night anxiety, um, or Sunday night anxiety. I didn't have that. I slept really, really well. <laughs> and so like to wake up on Tuesday, and be like, well, you know, what out of all this list of stuff do I want to accomplish today? Um, it felt really good. Um, and I've got to be honest, I forgot what my point was, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> the idea of you're in a, you, you're in that space of like, oh, it might be interesting to go back to that world. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I, I'm like, whoo, you know, I don't want to go to like that world because I'm still, but, but you've had space and time and can redefine who you are in that world. Yeah, true. So new interest or renewed interest, both and. I like what Kate just said about redefining who you are in that world. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take it and redefine it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's big. That's the title, by the way, just to put a fine point on it. That's the title of the podcast, Living Big. Living Big? Really? Yes. And it's Brene and her sister, Ashley, who's a therapist. Huh. And it blew my mind, but also they're very, very funny. And they cuss a lot, which I, of course, love. <laughs> so you're saying we need to cuss more in 23? I already cuss a ton, so I don't have to up my cussing game. <laughs> okay. But we do need to live big. And yeah. Live with Anne's and listen to our hearts. All right. 
Anything else for 2023? Because we will circle back and we will follow up and we will see how we're doing. Are we okay with that? I will. I welcome that. I need that. Okay. Good. This has been fun. Always okay. nice to spend time with you guys. Yeah. Well, so thank you, ladies. Happy 2023. Yeah.